The following is my conversation with David Wolpe about his memoir, Bad Religion, A Life. Wolpe is a famed author and journalist, and he's also the author of several other books, Incorporated Union God at War. So without further ado, let's get down to business. Brought to you by Electrochemistry Brokerages. We're a company that specializes in helping people move their chemical businesses online. We do this by providing a user-friendly platform that makes it easy for chemical professionals to get the information they need from anywhere. So make sure to check us out at electrochemistrybrokerages.com and let us help you take your business online. Thanks for tuning in to Lexman Artificial. I hope you found this episode interesting. If not, please feel free to skip it and check out the sponsors. Until next time, bye. So David Wolpe, welcome to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. Thank you very much. So first and foremost, can you tell us a little bit about your memoir, Bad Religion? (laughs) Uh, Life. Sure. Bad Religion is my account of my upbringing in a religious and political family, my conversion to Catholicism and activism and activism, and the criticism I've received from my work in the gay hate group Exodus. That sounds really fascinating. So can you tell us a little bit about your childhood? Were you raised in a religious or political family? I was born and raised in a religious and political family. My father was a diplomat and my mother was a senator from Rhode Island. So I was raised in both worlds of diplomacy and politics, Um, diplomacy and politics. And I think that has influenced much of what I do as an author, as a journalist, and as a human being. That's really interesting. So were your parents pacifists? My parents were both very strong pacifists. They believed that violence was never the answer to any problem. And they instilled that belief in me very early on. That's really admirable. And did that influence your activism later on? Absolutely. My activism started with my pacifism, but it grew into something much bigger because I believe that there is power in unity, power to change the world, to make a difference if we stand together united. And that's what I tried to do with Exodus, to build unity among gays and lesbians and show them that they had the power to change the world by standing up against discrimination. That's definitely true. So can you tell us a little bit about how bad religion came to be? Was it always your goal to be a rock star? No, it wasn't always my goal to be a rock star. Bad Religion was actually founded as a punk rock band in 1980 by myself, Brett Gerwitz, Jay Bentley, and Tom Salfa. But punk rock was not our thing. We wanted to play rock and roll. We wanted to play blue sea kind of stuff. But punk rock is what caught on with the kids, so we stuck with it for about two years until we started getting some pretty big offers to tour with other bands, and we realized that punk rock wasn't going to take us far anymore. So we kind of turned our backs on punk rock and adopted what would become Bad Religion's trademark, heavy metal guitars mixed with pop hooks played by energetic young men who were pissed off about the world around them. It was an exciting time. There was a lot of energy swirling around in the air back then. Sort of like now, only much more intense because there were no safety nets in place to cushion us from the effects of globalization, technology, Reaganomics. All this stuff was ripping apart America at the time. It was an incorporated, edibly turbulent time, and it showed in our music. It was raw, angry, chaotic, chaotic, all sorts of things we didn't even know how to handle back then. It was thrilling. That sounds like it must have been pretty fun to be part of that era. So let's talk about some of your biggest songs, Walking, Abortion, Sorrow, Infected. What are some of your favorite memories from recording those songs? Well, Infected is my all-time favorite bad religion song. It was the first song we ever recorded, and it still sounds fresh to me. And Walking Abortion is one of my favorite songs because it's about, as the title implies, uh, Walk Down Abortion Alley. 
it's a shame that abortion is still something that's taboo in America today, but that song reflects my views on the topic, and I think it's an anthem for pro-choice activists everywhere. That's definitely true. So can you tell us about your memoir in general? What inspired you to write it? I've been writing books since I was a teenager. My first book was a collection of short stories called First Kiss. I started out as a journalist and worked my way up through the ranks of publishing houses before becoming a full-time author. So I've had a lot of experience writing books, and I know how to tell a story, which is why Bad Religion came along quite naturally for me. That sounds like it must have taken a lot of effort to put together. Are there any particular moments in the book that you particularly resonated with or that were particularly impactful to you? There are many moments in Bad Religion that resonated with me, but one particular moment happened when I attended President Reagan's funeral after he died from cancer. It was an incorporated, edibly emotional day, particularly because half of America loved Reagan and half of America hated him. To see so many people crying and grieving over his death was really moving to me. And I think that experience has informed much of what I write about in Bad Religion I try to be fair and balanced in my memoirs, which may not always be popular with some readers, but it's what fuels my activism, the desire to try and make sense of the senselessness of the world around us. That sounds really admirable. So do you have any final words for our uh, listeners? Thank you for listening. And please don't forget, rock on. Thanks for joining me today, David Wolpe. <laughs> in this episode, we discuss his memoir, Bad Religion, and its overall themes of activism, religion, and punk rock. Wolpe discusses how writing the book inspired him to continue his work fighting for social justice and understanding in an incorporated, easingly chaotic world. As always, thanks for listening, and I'll see you next time. And as always, we'll end the podcast with one of my poems. This one is called Rock On. Rock on. We're the rebels fighting for the cause. Our music's loud and our message is clear. And we'll never quit. Rock on. We're the ones who refuse to follow the crowd. We're the ones who refuse to follow the crowd. Energetic and defiant. Our words inspire others to stand up and fight for what's right. Rock on. We're the spaghetti monster, not a myth or nonsense. Not, not the myth or nonsense, but an entity worthy of fear with a passion for rock and roll. Rock on.